You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads Agency. Scott with Solutions 8. This is your daily Google News. And I'm super excited today because I've got a gentleman here who's a phenomenal entrepreneur, but I think if memory serves, started watching YouTube videos and then hired Solutions 8. Did I get that right? That's right. Yeah. I was listening to the Perpetual Traffic podcast. And I heard oh, it was the podcast first. Nice. Well, I appreciate you being here, man. This is Nab of Nab Leather e-commerce store owner for how long? When did you launch Nab Leather? About four years ago, just before the pandemic. Oh, dude, perfect timing. Yeah. And then with the pandemic, you know, it's like everyone, we forced to spend our resources to push the online. Yeah. And do you think the pandemic hurt or helped you? I think it definitely helped, especially initially. There was just a huge boost in online retail, right? And online traffic. Right. So I think that definitely helped. Yeah, it's so funny, dude, because when the pandemic started, I was just convinced. I was tightening my belt and warning my employees, and I was like, it's going to get rocky. And then all of a sudden, things just got better and better and better. It sounds so predatory to say, but it grew my business more than any other single event. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, obviously, it was a terrible thing to happen to the world, but it was a low-key blessing in disguise for some business owners. Yeah. The reason we're doing this call is because when you and I were on a call last, I looked at your website and I was just so impressed with everything that you've done. It really felt like a gold standard e-com build. So if you're watching this, I'll include links in the description of the video. You can go to nableather.com, N-A-B leather.com. And let's talk a little bit to the e-com entrepreneurs out there, maybe some of the newbies. And I'm going to go broad and then we'll go specific. If you could go back four years ago, Mm-hmm. and like redo some stuff? What are the big mistakes you make that you wish you could have? I wish somebody told me this. That's a great question. I think for sure, lower the ad spend. spend <laughs> I feel like a lot of it was wasted or, you know, we were pushing ads on creatives that weren't great, where I think you could lower the spend, spend on better creatives, spend on creating a more engaged community and spend on content, just content in general. Because I think mm. that's people want to see. So what we're focusing a lot now is the behind the scenes. How are our belts created? Because people really care about that. People care about what are the artisans doing? What are the machineries? What are the tools involved? And they're really interested to see how leather belts, wallets, everything or whatever your product you may sell. What's the backstory behind that? What is the backstory? Why belts? Why leather? So me and my brother, we used to sell belts in flea markets when we were teenagers. We used to make belts and just sell them there. And we saw my family used to also import belts and they would sell that. But we have an emphasis on Canadian made goods because we really care about that. So we started off selling in flea markets and now we have our own little workshop. That's awesome, man. So your belts are made in Toronto or somewhere in Canada? That's right, in Toronto. That's amazing. Good for you. That locally sourced, that's really tough from a margin perspective. Generally speaking, have you been able to hurdle that or is that still one of the issues? It, it, it seemed like an issue at first and it, it can sometimes still be, but you just mark it up accordingly because right. people who care about Canadian made leather goods, they will pay that extra. Yeah, that's the truth. We have a client, one of our longest running clients sells hammocks. And when you look at them from the outside looking in, they feel expensive if I'm just comparing them to a hammock on Amazon. But then you dive into the story and her and her husband take women in Thailand out of poverty, teach them a skilled trade, pay them a fair wage. And they make these beautiful, they're handmade, like truly crafted hammock versus like whatever machine made garbage you're going to get from Amazon. And and then when you hear the story, you're like, oh, 
course I'm buying this ham. It's yellow leaf hammocks, by the way, for anybody that wants to go check them out. So it sounds like you're kind of, you're playing that same game. It's like a not just for profit. Hey, we're here on a mission and your customers are willing to pay for that quality. Right. Yeah. Going back to your question to focus on that kind of message and community instead of just aimlessly spending ad dollars on Facebook. I think that's something I would go back and redo. Is that where you started Facebook? Yep. When the website was launched is a trouble that everyone runs into. How do we get traffic? How do we get traffic? And so we just ran into Facebook, spent a couple hundred dollars. I think initially we spent a thousand. We got no sales and then gave up on Facebook initially. Yeah. Everybody does. That's Facebook is where you have to start. I did the exact same thing. When I was an agency, a full funnel agency, I went to Facebook first, which is really funny given what I do now. Right. uh, Same story. I got all the leads I got were garbage. And then we just ended up pulling the plug. How do you make your value proposition readily apparent in a short period of time? So it's handmade Canadian leather made Mm -hmm. in Canada. That feels like a lot of message given how much real estate is limited. So have you, you know, specific sound bites and narratives and figured out how to do that? Yeah, that's a good question. So we actually don't use that much video. A lot of it is image with ad copy. Mm. And then when we get to the website, it's in the reviews, which is, you know, what we'll talk about. You almost let your customer do the talking for you. So they'll see all that there on the landing page or on the product page. And then the other thing is when they do sign up for our email list, we have a flow that kind of educates them as well on how the belts are made, what kind of leather is used and what we do at the workshop. Yeah. So I'm on one of your product pages right now. Let me share my screen. If you're listening to this, this is why you watch the YouTube videos on the product page. Beautiful imagery. Do you do this yourself? Do you farm this out? Yeah, I know we did it all ourselves initially. Now we're finally starting to you know, spend budget on professional photographers. Bro, well, I mean, the fact that you did this yourself, that's to me says you're a professional photographer because I, mean, I can see down to like granular levels of detail on the leather. That's all done with just a Samsung phone. Are you kidding? That's so funny. I heard somebody the other day say that if you have an iPhone that's younger than two years old, you have a better camera than James Cameron shot the most recent Avatar. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, man, these cameras are crazy. And you're following all the right rules. So phenomenal imagery, really robust titles is super important. Product descriptions, features, details. And you dive deep on the details too, which I really like. Measurement guide. One of the things that I love is I don't have to leave this page to make a decision. Confused mind says no, and you're eliminating all confusion. And we've got our little accordion here too. And and incidentally, I like redundancy. So you have your sizing guide here, but you also have your sizing guide there. And you might say like, oh, well, that's a repeat. Eh, It isn't necessarily, especially if I'm on mobile, depending on where it shows up, how it shows up. You've got your lifetime. Dude, look at this. Our belts are lifetime guaranteed. And then you show a day one and a day 3000. How cool. That's maybe one of the coolest guarantee visualizations I've ever seen. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely added the size guide twice. That was actually intentional. We noticed that it reduced returns and exchanges by like 15%. Oh, wow. You know, putting an emphasis to make sure that they measure themselves correctly. On the guarantee, how often do you have to put your money where your mouth is? Rarely, rarely, because we, we source the leather really, I guess. We're very picky with the leather. Rarely does anything go wrong with the leather. If anything, it's the buckle, which is kind of counterintuitive because the buckle's like steel, but somehow it, it, right. like, it does break sometimes, whether people drop it or there's a lot of tension from some bigger people. So we do have to sometimes change the buckle on that guarantee. Where are you getting your buckles? From Taiwan and Brazil, mostly. Okay. And from the States. Yeah. From Jersey. I think we have a client that sells buckles. I should make an intro. That'd be awesome. We've got our delivery outline here. You ship worldwide. So talk to me a little bit about fulfillment. How are you storing, fulfilling, managing, processing? Are you outsourcing that or is that all internal? Nope. It's all internal. We do use a shipper who gives us better rates. I guess they get better rates from, from Canada Post. 
which is our main shipping here. It's basically arbitrage. They sell those shipping to us for slightly higher than we can get directly from Canada Post. That's cool. And then this was, I think, the reason that we initially booked this call is I saw this review widget you were using. Reminds me of the good old-fashioned Firestone footer. And dude, I love the fact that you got all of this user-generated content, the social proof. And if you're listening, not watching, it feels like an Instagram feed almost. You've got a picture of a dude wearing the belt and then the stars. The reviews are also really detailed. How are you getting this content out of these people? This feels like a really big lift. Right. That's a great question. So we use an app called Luke's. It's a Shopify integrated app. How do you spell it? Uh, Luke's, L-O-O-X. That app is what's being used here. That's right. So essentially after a customer order has been fulfilled, you can set a set amount of time and Luke's will send them an email asking for a review. And on top of that, you can incentivize them with, you know, 15, 20, however much percent to leave a picture. And so this is powerful in two ways in that you do get the picture and it's very good for social proof, but it also gives them a coat and increases LTV and retention. Oh, dude, that is brilliant. And I'm looking at yours. You give them 15% off for a photo and 25% off for a video. Right. And that's a change we just made because one of the Luke's guys called me up a few weeks ago and said, hey, we offer video now. Video is super powerful UDC. So try to get some more video on your site. Yeah, I love that, man. That's brilliant. I'm going to be so obnoxious. Everybody's got random ideas, right? But it'd be cool if Luke's had a feature that increased the percentage discount with character count. So the more the people type, you're at seven and it goes eight, nine, 10, and it just starts to, to stack on. That would be really- Dude, this is amazing. Yeah, I really yeah. like that. All these great little product creators too for Shopify, good for that. And Luke's isn't little, it has 12,000 reviews. So this is obviously a really well-run app. Yeah. 10 bucks a month, is that about what you're paying or do you have to ascend? No, we have to ascend. I think we're paying around $50 a month. Okay. But for the value that it also, that it brings, I mean, it's nothing. In fact, you get that more and just retention from that app than just, you know, paying $50 a month. Yeah, what I really, so one extra uh, belt. Yeah, exactly. One extra belt. Boom, you got it. What I really like about the videos, though, is it's true, real UGC. It's not like what everyone's running on Facebook ads with fake UGC where they're paying below or something else. They're getting these actors that make UGC. And I've done that, too. We get, we've gotten that. But with this, it's real. It's your customer. It's their words. They're endorsing it. And what I found, like, psychologically, when you get your customer to make a video, initially, they were just, they liked your product. Maybe they loved it. But once they've taken that step to make the video, it's almost psychologically they've made themselves into a fan. Now they love your They're a brand ambassador. They're what brand a good ambassador. point that is. They're almost like they're now convincing themselves. Right, exactly. So I, I find that very powerful. And with that, they will share all your stuff. And, and it just creates that community right there on your website. What other little widgets and tools are you using that people should know about? The standard post purchase upsell, the buy one, get one type apps where you can get a, give them a free gift over a certain purchase amount. So we yeah. do a free wallet over $200. Then we have the post-purchase upsell where with one click, they can add something else. You give them a little discount and they can add something else right after purchase. How are you doing this? Is that all in Shopify using their OTOs and upsells or, or are they third-party apps? Third-party apps, yeah. What, what are the third-party apps, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, no problem. Let me bring them up right now. But tool time is one of my favorite discussions. It's like, what are, because you've already done all the work. So one of them is called Bogos. B-O-G-O-S. So that's a, you know, free gift where after they send a, spend a certain amount, you can offer a free gift. It raises the average order value. It's been pretty effective, especially around holiday time. Then we have after sell, post-purchase upsell. So that'll be right after they finish their order, they'll land on a thank you page. And then on that thank you page, you can say, hey, add another belt or add another wallet or some complimentary 
item for some discount that you offer and all they have to do is just click and it gets added to the same order it's fulfilled in the same order so you're saving on shipping that way as well oh cool and it looks like after sell integrates with luke's uh oh i didn't even know that yeah okay. well i mean it says integrates with it's always interesting to see what they mean by that because then you dive into the integration it's like oh we'll share a name back and forth i'm like well thank you for nothing but yeah under the integrates with and integrates with luke's makes you wonder how it is that those two play together because that'd be kind of cool too yeah i'll definitely look into that does Luke's let you pull the media it's producing and use it for other things? Like, could you go use it in an Instagram ad? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yep. You can use all of that. You can export all the reviews with photos into an Excel. That's awesome, man. I love mm -hmm. that. I think the most important discussion e-commerce store owners could possibly have is how do I increase LTV? Yeah. Are you using Clavio? Yes, we are. Yeah. For email. Okay. Sure, what so about by right. the numbers? By the numbers, like what percentage of there's a Shopify app called by the numbers that my business partner is obsessed with. It's this okay. one. This is where like he goes for CMO math basically, but it's not cost prohibitive at all. I forget what it costs. 30 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month for the premium. Mm -hmm. And it breaks down just the marketing numbers you would need to make really intelligent decisions. Given that you're a solutions, a client, this is what you would use to go yell at us. So <laughs> you pull up by the numbers and you're like, you got listen. So it doesn't do attribution exceptionally well, just because attribution is hard, but worth looking at. We just signed up with, what's their name? Northbeam for attribution. And it has, okay, that's great. Similar, it has similar stats to by the numbers that you just brought up from what I can yeah, see. Northbeam for attribution is absolutely preferable. We pimp them out to everybody. I'm an investor, so I'm also very partial, but okay. I was a user before I was an investor. I tell everybody Northbeam is the best bad option. Cause, and I'd say that if Austin, the CEO were on this call, like there's no way you're ever going to get actual visibility and attribution. So yeah. all of these software applications are like, we guess this. And Northbeam, yeah, yeah. they just do a way better job guessing. We're using them. And then there's another app called Bestie on Shopify, <laughs> which is a post-purchase survey app, which is really cool. Basically, you can ask your customer after they purchase, like, hey, where did you hear about us? And then you can show them, if they say Facebook, then you can show them, hey, did you see any of these ads? And then they'll click that. No way. Yeah, it's really cool. So we're oh, using dude, that. That is brilliant. Yeah. You know what I like about them? They only have nine reviews, which means they're new. They're very new, yep. Yeah. I love figuring stuff like that out because that's what a great way to go put yourself ahead of the curve. And they're actually relatively for a thousand orders or less. It's 50 bucks a month. That's right. Yep. Fairly cheap. Dude, this has been great. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I'm going to go play with Bestie. What's on the horizon for NAB leather? So like, I, obviously you want to grow, you want to scale. Is that mm -hmm. vertical? Is that horizontal? Are you going to add more products, try to scale more ad spend? Like what's the, the growth path? I've kind of been obsessed with digital marketing and online recently. Yeah. Someone gave me a quick call about a month ago and just changed my mindset about how to leverage the brand. And she gave me a call and she was actually trying to sell me something. And then she goes, Hey, are you in retail? And then I'm just like, retail, what do you mean retail? Like I thought what I do is retail. She's like, are you in any boutique stores? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh no, I'm not. She's like, Hey, let me hook you up with, with Mark's warehouse. They're a brand here in Canada and they're looking for a leather belt supplier. And I'm like, really? So I was like, you know what, why are we not in retail? You know, we can, we can produce something like five to 7,000 belts a month. Why do we not leverage the brand and wholesale to these smaller boutiques all the way up to bigger stores and, and leverage the brand, give them a, a suggested retail price, wholesale, wholesale to them based on volume. So that's kind of my goal this year. Dude, I love that. How do you do that? Is that just like knocking on doors and meeting buyers? That's a great question. Yep. Yeah, that's what it's been so far. We've also had a couple of people email us in the past and we've never really put that much effort into them. But now whoever does contact us and whoever we contact, we just send out free samples from our best sellers. We're like, hey, check these out, put them up on your store. I'm telling you, they're going to sell. 
us a call back after. That's so cool. I love that idea. Do you do any consulting? I don't. No. You should. Yeah, what's going to happen is the video goes live or the podcast goes live. And man, I see folks that are ravenous for this is e-com store owners that are actually willing to, and it's only, don't allow it to be a distraction. I mean, you've got your thing and you know what you're doing and you're super successful at it. So maybe don't do consulting. But mm -hmm. if somebody wanted to reach out to you, just have an hourly in mind. And the sure. way I do this, by the way, is I charge the amount of money that I would need to charge in order to not be pissed off at having to take that call, which for <laughs> me right now is two grand a month. So if somebody goes and tries to book with me, which you can do it under my link tree. You can go to solate.com forward slash meet Cossum. And mm -hmm. if somebody wants to meet, it's two grand for an hour. If someone's going to pay me two grand for an hour, I'm like, I'll sit on a call with you for dude. But it, it was funny too, is I started at 500 bucks and then people started to pay it. And I'm yeah. not worth $500 an hour, by the way. It's just because I'm on perpetual traffic and you know they think I'm smarter than I am. Then when they started to pay it, I boosted it to a thousand. I boosted 15 and now I'm at two grand and I stop when people stop paying it. So yeah. you know that nobody's paying me two grand an hour, but have that hourly in mind, because I have a feeling that if you do enough of these and with as smart as you are, dude, and as many codes as you've cracked, I could see you doing really well in the consulting space for e-commerce stores. Thanks, man. I'll definitely consider it. I've paid in the past. I've paid other brands that were bigger than mine. I paid two, $300 US dollars somewhere in Canada. So US is a big deal for us, but <laughs> two, 300 US dollars an hour for consulting. And I think that's how I was able to crack some of these codes just by listening to them. Yeah. Oh, dude, I do the exact same thing. If I have a problem, I go find the smartest, most successful, most expensive person in that space. And I just pay them. I did this with Dennis Yu. I paid Dennis Yu. I think he's two grand for an hour too. And I gave him yeah. this two grand and it's worth 200,000 to me. Right. Yeah. What it's yielded. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Hermosi says the same thing. Just go find the absolute best in it. Pay them. Yep. It'll save so much time. And Yeah. Dude, that guy. God, you want to talk about the smartest marketer in the world. I hate him so much. He's so <laughs> smart and ripped and it's like you just have the good grace to not be like insanely yeah. fit to you it's, jackass it's fair, man. yeah i swear who else do you listen to what other thought leaders do you follow i've been listening to him a lot lately there's a guy david fogarty he's an e-commerce brand owner too he had this brand called udi who i've been following recently he has his own youtube channel as well but apparently his e-com brand is worth upwards of 200 mil i'm not sure how accurate that is but he's been someone i've been watching specifically for branding Oh, I got him here. How I went from $500 to half a billion in five years. That's a good video. Good for him. 300,000 subscribers. Yep. I'm always so jealous of that. I have 25,000 subscribers and I had to claw for every one of them. <laughs> I know, it's like, not easy. How does somebody get to 300,000? You just have to be better than me is what it is. You have to be better content. Yeah. Uh, cool, man. What other notes, nuggets, tips, tricks, hacks, best practices would you have for any comp store owner? to really put an emphasis on social proof. And this is one of the first lessons I learned. So when I started the store, I had trouble bringing traffic in. And when I did get traffic, I wasn't getting sales or a very, very low conversion rate. And I was seriously depressed about this six to eight months in, like zero sales. And we put so much effort in, like the photography I did all myself. I was watching YouTube videos on photography. So it was a lot of work and to get no sales really hurt. I didn't want to give up. And so I went to Etsy because, you know, it's a marketplace for handmade goods. It was kind of right up my alley. And I tried to put everything to Etsy and two, three months go by and still no sales. And I'm just really upset. And I go to the flea market one day and there's this lady and she's selling masks, Toronto Raptors, Toronto Maple Leafs masks. And, and they're flying. And I call my friends. I'm like, hey, you guys want some? Like I, there's, I got these masks and all of them were like, yes, get us the masks. So I went and I bought and I bought like 50 of them and I gave them out to all my friends. And I'm like, why don't I sell these? So I started selling them on Etsy and because they're an established brand, the masks started selling. Mm. They started selling very quickly and I was super happy. I finally got some sales 
And like three months in, I get a cease and desist letter. Police, <laughs> 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 like, hey, you can't be doing this. And I'm like, damn. So I took all the listings down. But interestingly enough, suddenly my belt started selling. I hadn't oh. sold a single belt yet. But now that on Etsy, there's like 800 sales, 200 reviews. It almost didn't matter what I was selling. People would just look at the 800, the number 800, and suddenly they would trust. Now, there is a subsect of that who will dive deeply into the reviews. But there's also a subsect that aren't. They just looked at the number, hey, 800 sales here. And suddenly the belt started to sell. And as this belt sold, we got more reviews and then more belts sold and more reviews and so on. So that was my first lesson on the power of social proof. And then with that capital, we were able to invest in Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and the rest is kind of history. Bro, that is a freaking brilliant nugget. For my editing team, I want that cut out as a reel. That was so good. And you know what? If you wanted to be really shady about it, that's a hell of a hack. You go and find like the best selling brand. You go plaster Jay-Z's face on something. Sell as many of them as you can until you get the cease and desist. But you've already like juiced your reviews. That's right, um, yeah. Man, that is absolutely brilliant. I'm going to steal that story from you. That's going on perpetual traffic for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. That, I, that was one of my goals to make it on there. That's a really good one, man. I appreciate that. Where can people find you if they want to follow you? On Instagram, Nab the Third, or on LinkedIn, just the Nabil Ahmed on LinkedIn. Yeah, send me links to that, and I'll make sure they're included in the show notes. Are you the third? No, I honestly I just had that Instagram handle forever. Oh, I was gonna say that's pretty cool if you are. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you hopping on, dude. This has been awesome. I've learned a lot. I'm rooting for you, obviously, with your ecom store. Just super impressed with everything that you've done. I love that you just bootstrapped and kind of figured all this shit out one step at a time. I think it's super cool. Last yeah. words to you: parting gifts, parting statements. No, that's awesome. Thanks for meeting with me. I think that was a great idea for the consulting. I will consider it just a way to give back as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you're watching this and you want to go con nab into some consulting time, reach out to him on Instagram or LinkedIn and hopefully he's uh, not too busy. But this is awesome, dude. I'm going to keep an eye on the growth of your brand. Hopefully have you back on the show. And other than that, if you're watching, I shoot a video every day, like, comment, subscribe, and I'll catch you all tomorrow. Thanks, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's sol8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.